Hello, and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is episode 219. John and Wendy talk to Kristen Hawkinson. I'm your host, John. And I'm Wendy. How are you tonight, John? Wendy, I'm well. Happy May to you. Happy May. Wow. Wow. May. Wow, indeed. (laughs) It is May, and we are very excited to welcome back our friends at Namely Namely as the sponsor for the month of May for the HR Social Hour. They are so awesome. Love, love working with them. Highly encourage you all, if you haven't listened to the episode with Larry Donovan, please do so. Um, it was fantastic. I, John, I have to say, I think that was my favorite conversation with a CEO. It was certainly the most unique conversation yeah. <laughs> we've had with a CEO, because if somebody told me he was the CEO, I, I would struggle with that. Not, not that he doesn't carry himself in that right. way. He just doesn't talk like most CEOs. Right. And that's what I love about doing this show is that we get to meet amazing people that have lives and do things outside of our day jobs <laughs> and what we do so much about. But what I really appreciated about Larry particularly was how he has approached leadership, particularly in these really challenging times with the pandemic and everybody going remote and all the things that Namely has done internally for their own employees and and how they're trying to work with all these great companies that they work with to better their organizations as well. Yeah. What can we say? Namely, we love you and we're so glad you're back for the entire month of May. More to come there. Good stuff all around. Definitely check out that episode. We'll have a link in the show notes to it if you haven't checked it out. But we'll hope you give it a check. Yes. We'll hope you give it a listen. <laughs> Wendy, yes, I, we were talking do. a bit before please we do. started recording. We went four years without ever having one of your <laughs> previous coworkers, associates, yeah. anybody that you were slightly affiliated with, I'm fairly certain we've never had anybody <laughs> on. Interestingly enough, we're now two for two. We are. I'm I'm excited about. I'm really looking forward to this conversation tonight. Let's make the introduction and get started. I'm super pumped to welcome Kristen to the show. She, Kristen and I got a chance to know each other and, and work together on some projects um, at Sanford, and she has uh, she's just a, a great person. And I know y'all are just gonna adore her. She is a customer service obsessed, DEI passionate and relationship builder person. She has a desire to learn and grow to be the best me she can be. And also uh, she spreads that wherever she goes and whoever she works with. So Kristen, again, I'm super pumped to have you on the show. So first question, what is in your glass? You know, I don't have a glass right now. (gasps) Okay, we have to stop the show. She's ruined the whole, no. I messed up everything. I messed up everything. <laughs> we have to start over. No can, no bottle, no, no. bag. Like, no all nothing. of a sudden, I looked at my watch, and I was like, oh, I got to go. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, I have funny story. I have my headset in. It's not even on because I can't figure out how to get it. <laughs> That's why we do audio only. I we'll never know. The audience will never know. I love it. Kristen, I think it is fair to say, I don't think we've had anybody ever say they have a vessel of nothing. So (laughs) congratulations. uh, That is a first for us. I I have to ask though, how exactly did you get your start in the recruiting world and in in human resources? Actually, I took a really long path, John. Uh, By way of retail, several years ago, I, I worked at a bridal store and I would help brides pick out the dress based on what they wanted their vision to be or what they 
like how they saw their day in their head. And then I would pick out gowns that I thought would fit them well. And, you know, that was pretty successful. I moved into um, fashion after that, and I kind of did similar where I would pick things out for a person, depending on their personality and who they are and how they feel in it and the conversations that we had. Well, it kind of turned into pieces of now I'm going to pick a candidate to go to the right job. So I'm picking talent in order to um, fit that person into the right role. And I think that that goes to building relationships and so on. And I mean, I feel like I haven't actually been in HR that long, but that's how I started. It's kind of a long roundabout story. It's really, I mean, it's lengthy. I, I find it interesting that you went from one stressful area selecting you have to call it out wendy selecting the bride you know the, the bridal gown which is you know one of the most important pieces for a lot of women to helping people find that right job uh-huh. weird i can i totally i mean it it shouldn't make sense. what am i gonna do next it shouldn't make sense, but it, it does. I don't know if you could get, you know, are you going to pick people to be astronauts or something? I don't know, because that that would be a level of, of a different level of stress. I like to connect. Like, I'm a you're connector. connector. You are. You're a connector. You're, you're helping people connect and, and building those relationships. And yeah. so, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I love that. I love that I do the little visuals because you guys can see what I'm doing, but, you know. <laughs> It's yep. all good. That's love it. I love it. <laughs> well, one of the things that I know you have a huge passion for is DEIB. We we worked on projects together in that vein. From a recruitment standpoint, what can talent acquisition professionals do to help increase that diversity pipeline? First of all, thank you for adding the B. A lot of places are kind of getting used to that now. And I think belonging is so important. It's so powerful. It's all about where you fit in. Um, and I think we're all still kind of maybe trying to figure out where we fit in, in different capacities and different, you know what I mean? Like it starts with having conversations for sure. Like, why are we not having conversations about these things? Why are we not building relationships around these things? Um, and just, you know, talking to people, learning their stories, where are they from? What did they do? Uh, what makes them tick? I think that, we always, you know, we constantly change. And so to increase that pipeline, you gotta, you gotta really meet folks where they are. You gotta build those relationships. So it all goes back to conversation. And I think that's powerful in the world that we live in, especially now. And we're all virtual and we're all podcasting. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's where I'm at. It's all, I think you're right. I think, you know, it's about building those relationships, learning, where people can fit and then understanding where your organization is and how do you fit people, help fit them in. Right. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) I think that's so important. Kristen. So we've, we've talked a little bit about building those pipelines and working from a DEIB perspective. What do you believe what you've seen personally and talking to your peers what do you think is the biggest recruitment challenge that employers are going to face through the end of the year? And what's something you can do to fix it or be prepared for that? Retaining your employees, making sure that you're, you're keeping your, you know, you're keeping your good, empl- your, how do I say this? Your good performers or your, the ones that bring you really good 
productivity, making sure that they're happy and they have the flexibility and the, the things that they need. Um, it all, I, I feel like it still all goes back to, and I, I say that I feel, but it all goes back to like having conversations and figuring out where people are at in the world and where they see themselves and hearing their stories and sharing those moments and being open. And that, I mean, that creates that sense of belonging that we talk about adding to DEI, you know, creating those spaces, those safe spaces where you can find your community and find your people. So talking about retention, we know that's a big one <laughs> across the board. Um, you know, we can we can keep filling the recruitment pipeline, but if there's a hole at the other end, it doesn't really um, help. And I know a lot of employers are out there going, this is it's so big. How do we do it? Um, so beyond building those relationships with your employees, those conversations, what are what's like one or two small things employers, managers, supervisors can do You know, tomorrow to start? going back to, you know, a bucket, a pipeline, dam up the flow, slow, at least slow it down. What, what are a few things that you would like to see employers do? I, you know, I think that having conversations, that's going to be the first, like communication and conversation is seriously, we all have to talk and we have to talk to each other because we don't know how you're feeling or how you're doing or what's going on in your life. And we read people and we perceive people differently so having conversations and that can start with a simple like 15 minute or even like I call it um actually my partner uses this term also but watering my garden yeah. it's in not not in like an actual sense <laughs> but like you have these little relationships that you've built along the way of your life right in order to keep them going and growing you have to water them once in a while so like Wendy I haven't talked to you in a while yeah. So thank you so much for the invite. I hadn't even said thank you yet. Rude. Having conversations, building building those long-term relationships. Retain, like you gotta retain your people. I like your metaphor of watering the garden. We're not talking about something intensive. We're not talking about something. It's not the planting part. It's not the harvest part. It's just sprinkle a little water on it every once in a while. And every little bit helps. You can't water it all at once. You could try, nope. but then you'd end up with a flood. I have. <laughs> I've killed, Guilty. yeah, I've killed more than one plant that way. Um, so I, I really love that metaphor. I think that's great. Well, you're welcome to use it. I feel like I should put a patent on it yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, get, get credit. Maybe that'll be like my next million dollar <laughs> sticker. It's a sticker, you know, t-shirts, oh. the whole the whole nine yards. There you go. Yes. Well, I do I do have ideas for those things, there you go. the stickers and the t-shirts. But we'll get to that another time. There we time. go. <laughs> Kristen, one of the things that we've done to water our own garden and have people help us is have previous guests ask questions. It helps develop our garden and it helps <laughs> us develop some interesting commentary that we may not necessarily think of. So in this case, previously mentioned Larry Donovan asks, what advice would you give another leader or practitioner about the one thing you've learned that's been most important for you in making an impact? being open to people, being vulnerable. I didn't say that word very well. Bull, no, nope. <laughs> um, have, I mean, open conversations, just not shutting yourself down. I, I know that I struggle sometimes, like depending on the social situation, where I'm at, what I'm doing, what's in my head, how many things I've tried to do today, how many things I didn't get done today, what I need to do tomorrow. Like our mind is working so fast all the time. And so sometimes it's nice to slow down and actually open yourself up a little bit 
send out some good vibes. Um, my, this is a fun story. My New Year's resolution, I did a word. So I did a word of the year and it's intentional. Hmm. Okay. I have actually been quite intentional since the start of the year. I'm pretty proud of myself. I don't know that I've ever stuck to a New Year's resolution. <laughs> <laughs> Five months in. Woo! Yes, that just hit me. Like, just, like here we are. Awesome. Yep, that just hit me. So I think open conversation. Be intentional with, you know, who you're watering. <laughs> if we want to go back to watering gardens, obviously. I'm a relationship builder. I like to talk to people about a lot of different things. So, you know, what do you want to talk about? With that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. This episode of the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast is brought to you by Namely. With workforces continuing to evolve at rapid speeds, it's more important than ever to stay ahead and support the people behind your business. You need the right HR solution to do that, but making any type of switch can feel overwhelming unless you make the switch to Namely. This is the all-in-one HR solution that your company needs, and they're backed by a team of hands-on specialists that will guide you every step of the way. Namely helps you and your team stay connected and informed on every aspect of HR, whether you have 50 or 1,000 employees. With onboarding, performance management, payroll, and intuitive benefits enrollment, all in one connected and modern platform. Plus, your team of implementation experts makes the transition to Namely painless with best practice consulting, system configuration, training, and more. And it doesn't stop at implementation. You get ongoing, dedicated support and enhanced services from experts who know your business as you continue to evolve, so your entire team can become experts themselves with the tools and services that help them succeed. Companies are built on people. Don't let either fail. Get the support you need and learn more about making the switch to Namely today by going to Namely.com. Thanks again to Namely for sponsoring this episode of the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. Now, back to the show. We are back. And Kristen, it is now time for everyone's favorite part of our show, the Half Hour Question Connection. We know not many people dream of being in HR when they're children. <laughs> what career did you dream of having when you were a child? I think my first dream was to be a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. Okay. Um, yep. Don't know where that came from. <laughs> um, because if you if you knew me well, Wendy and John, you guys would know that I don't really sport. So for me, you know, when you're that young and you're impressionable, I wanted to be what I saw on TV, which was a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. <laughs> As I grew up, I wanted um, I wanted to be a psychologist or like some kind of social worker. This all makes sense, like. Mm -hmm. It all, it all makes sense because I, I love to talk to people and hear their stories. So even I think of how that even connects. I like to talk to people and I wanted to talk to people forever. Yeah. <laughs> and then customers. And now here we are. HR land. I think that's the first Dallas Cowboy cheerleader we've gotten. It is absolutely the first <laughs> Dallas Cowboy cheerleader we've ever gotten. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. It's like college a lot. And who knows, maybe someday you'll recruit for the Dallas Cowboys. And there you go. You never know. Never know. Oh. I don't know if I, uh, I could do that. <laughs> I, absolutely. I could recruit for that job. Absolutely. Kristen, who's one person you've gained your network in the last year that you think more people should know? Boy, that is not a short list. <laughs> one or <at> two. <laughs> There's so many people I've met in the Sioux Falls community coming from 
the alphabet mafia, if you will, or the LGBT <laughs> um, spirit folk. Um, but I've met so many. Like I, I did the uh, women in leadership program through MB here in Sioux Falls. I can't rave about it enough. So if anybody wants more information, no, I'm just kidding. Um, it's it's lovely. I met so many empowerful, like empowering women, and the energy and the connection and how like. It was, it was crazy. So that's that was a group of 30. I can't pick two. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pick two. This is tough. We could we could share the the MB information. Yeah, what is MB? I don't know what that means. It used to be the YWCA. Oh, okay. And so it's all about um women and children programs. So like empowering women and they have school activities. They have after-school activities. They have like 36 programs, and it's a not-for-profit. They're very, very, very nice um, organization. The CEO is female, so I'm that always makes me happy. I struggle sometimes with CEOs that are men. No offense, I'm not a CEO. None taken. <laughs> Other than the CEO of this podcast, yeah. but, you know. Do you want to be really a CEO? Is that a dream you have? What's that? I said, is that a dream you have, John? You want to be a CEO? Oh, absolutely not. No. <laughs> Kristen, you don't know me well enough, but heavy is the head that wears no. the crown. I'm yeah. good. I'm good. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Well, Kristen, if you could go back to the start of your career, what is one piece of advice you would give yourself based on what you know now? The very start of my career. Don't hold yourself back. I've learned that with being in- intentional this year. Don't hold yourself back. I feel like there's there's maybe been opportunities or people that I should have done more with, but I didn't. And so now I'm trying, like, I'm not saying make up for that, but now I'm trying to put more things forward. Kristen, how do you enjoy giving back to either the recruiting community or the community at large? Some of the some of the things I've been doing have been fairly recent. Like I volunteer for the uh, transformation project here in Sioux Falls, which is another non for profit. Um, and I help folks get dressed. So in a sense, it takes me back to like my bridal gown days, <laughs> my fashion days of let's, let's have the person in the outfit connect and like that euphoric affirming, oh my gosh, look at me. Oh my God. It's the most beautiful thing. It gives me goosebumps. The first time I did it, I cried Aww. because these are all trans folk and they just want to feel who they are. They just want to who they are and and you know feel that belonging feel that that inclusiveness and so i yeah so i've been doing that recently um i also have done some things like we have two dogs so that's a fun fact about me we have two pit bulls we got them from uh the rescue in town so i've been doing that for the community as far as hr i've been well i did the pathways program um, which was all HR folks. I do. I'm trying to be more involved again, intentional. I just keep going back to that word. I've noticed a theme. There we go. Guys. There we go. Kristen, what's your favorite movie? I have so many of those too. Why do you have to ask all the hard questions at the end? I know this is everybody's favorite part. <laughs> You're asking all the hard questions. Well, because I said I quoted it today, I'm going to say Mean Girls, but I don't feel like that's my favorite. I just feel like it's probably top. 50. I could do that, Wendy. I could say like, ooh, that's top 50. That's top 10. There you go. But I don't know that I could ever 
give you a, a number one. That's yeah. Same with music. So don't ask. <laughs> well, good thing we don't ask that question anymore. Well, we don't ask that question. However, what is your favorite or the most memorable live performance you ever attended? And please don't tell me you have a hundred of them. <laughs> I don't believe it. Oh, John, you don't know me well enough. I would say best performance, Smashing Pumpkins. Absolute favorite, favorite concert. And it was because I made a connection and I started building a relationship with the road crew, Gary Allen. Oh. And interesting stories. You, how much time do you guys have? Do you want to talk about I, it? I'd love to hear it. <laughs> Why not? Let's hear about it. No one's ever brought up Gary Allen up on the show. Tell us about it. It was in Sherburn, Minnesota. Okay. It was in this big Morton building and it was on a dirt floor. There was just a stage. Like this was real back in the day. This is going to age me. Oh God. Now I feel old. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, I, I don't remember what day it was. It was summertime. It was hot out. I remember that. My two best friends and I, and we actually, we met a couple people in like, there was this fan club and we met a couple people online because that's what we do in the world is we meet people online. We got to the front of the stage and we were able to like, I could touch him. Wow. He was right, like right there. So then after the concert, um, his road crew started breaking his stuff down. He got on the bus, but then somebody from Sherburn, Minnesota had brought a fire truck over to the field. And then Gary's road crew and band decided they were going to ride the fire truck through a cornfield. <laughs> That's not a lie. Oh that my is gosh. the truth. I can't tell you what year it is because you know how I mentioned I'm getting old? Well, in my old age, I forget a lot of things. <laughs> that's okay, but a fire truck in the cornfield is rather memorable. Yeah. I, I think that's great. Yeah, I think that's great experience. Fun. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. It is fun. What's your favorite? Oh, you have to listen to other shows to hear that. Yeah, we answer that question. <laughs> All right. I have time right now. Yeah, you can listen to the other shows. Oh, I can totally do that. Yep. Kristen, if you could be on any TV show, either as a fictional character or as yourself, what show would it be? I want to say Friends, but then I also want to say The L Word. <laughs> and I also want to say Sex in the City. Uh, is there like a show that does all of those? I don't no. know. No, but if you were on three, would you be yourself? In, in three? Yes. Okay, there you 100%. go. 100%. I would so you totally could just, be You me. could have a, a running... You could be the through line yeah. character. You're not. Yeah. You guys, this is brilliant. Why don't I do that? I could go into acting next. <laughs> Customer service, HR, recruitment, acting. I don't see the career path there. It's, it's telling stories. It's learning stories. You're not. And what is my favorite thing to do? All there the stories. Go. There you go. I want to talk to people. I <laughs> actually I talked to somebody on the phone today and I said, if I could just get paid what I need to function to talk to people all day and learn their stories and how I can, whether it's connect them to a resource or connect them to a person or they are asking about a hair product and I happen to have the world's best hair product, or I know someone that has the similar hair that has a great hair product. It's all about connecting to people and having the conversations. Kristen, recently it was announced that it's going to be Kristen Hawkinson Day all around the world. What are we going to do to celebrate? We're going to have brunch. 
and mimosas and bloodies are optional. Uh, I drink sometimes, but not all the time. I went through some years. I mean, we all did, right? <laughs> yeah. I did. I went. I had some time. I went through a couple years of way too much, and now again, back to I'm getting old. <laughs> this is, you don't recover like a rock star anymore. When did you still recover like a rock star? No. No, no, no. Uh, a friend and I went to uh, the Wine and Art Walk last fall. Um, oh, yes. Sioux Falls. And um, fortunately, we spent the night in Sioux Falls. And it took me about three days to recover from that. That's rough. That is a rough thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I get it. Really good. So we would have brunch. Mimosas. Bloodies. Optional. What else would we do? There would be hugging. I don't, I feel like there would be sunshine and rainbows and glitter and unicorns and happy things and all the people of everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Shiny, happy people. Yes. Now I could break into song. Um, I won't. I'll save save you from that. I won't, I won't do that. I, it wouldn't be like a, a huge, like, I don't, I'm not like a huge attention seeking no, but if it was Kristen Hawkinson Day, like, hey, I think, I think we can all get behind brunch. I and I would totally have dessert, okay. ice cream, yes. ice cream. <laughs> I think I know somebody can help I you know. with that. I think you might. might. <laughs> I love it. See, you guys connecting. All about connecting. All about connecting. Back to belonging, back to creating this diverse, safe space. Back, all of these things are it's all connected, it's and, and that's why we do what we do. That's why that's that's what this whole podcast is about, Kristen. So, finally, as you know, we are outsourcing. So, if you could ask the next guest of the podcast any question, any question, what would it be? What's your favorite karaoke song? Ah, I like it. Mm-hmm. And you know who's going to know whomever is listening from my old team? They're going to know. <laughs> but they're not going to guess what your favorite karaoke song is. They're not. They're going to tell us what their favorite yeah. karaoke song is. Right. But I look forward to we'll talk offline. I'd be curious to hear what yours is, but we won't ask We you could yours. do this again sometime, John. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Oh, I like that. We will do that, and we will do it with intention. Exactly. And we're going to connect things and hear stories. Water our garden. Indeed, indeed. Water That's our right. Garden. That's right. Yes. <laughs> beautiful. Thank you. Kristen, I appreciate you making time for us today. This has been a fantastic conversation. Wendy does not disappoint when she brings her former coworkers on. I love I'm, it. I'm sure, Wendy, more, more. <laughs> I would appreciate that. Wendy, who do you want me to call? This, but this has been tremendous fun. I know many of our listeners are probably not connected with you. If they're not, best way for them to reach you out there. You can find me on the interwebs. I'm on the Facebook. It's just my name, Kristen Hawkinson. Uh, LinkedIn. My email is K-R-U-S-T-I-N 77 at Gmail. I know that this is a funny story. Do you want another funny HR story? Of course. Right. Uh, So when we did presentations, like classroom visits on the sourcing team, we talked about resumes and we talked about having a good email address, how you don't like till death do us part 
at hotmail.com or whatever. Like you want some, you know, like you want it to be something simple, something not off the beaten path, if you will, just very straightforward, very black and white, which I'm, if you know me, I'm not super black and white. As you can see behind me, I have rainbow things. So that makes sense. Um, but we talked about email addresses and my, and, and we frown on people that have weird email addresses, but I have one of those and I work in HR. Don't tell anyone. We won't. We'll have some of that in the show notes though. Some ways to get a hold of you. Wendy, how about you? Best way for listeners to find you out there. Best way, as always, is on my blog, mydailyjourney.com. And of course, the second and fourth Sunday of each month, you will find me on Twitter as part of our twice monthly Twitter chat. How about you, John? Once again, welcome back, Namely. We're so yes. very happy to have you back for the entire month of May. Be sure to check out Namely.com to learn more about them and listen to that episode with Larry Donovan to learn more about Namely CEO. You're going to really enjoy it. As for me, johntherman.com for all things John Thurman and for the show, hrsocialhourpodcast.podbean.com. Listen, follow, share. We can't thank all of you enough that mm -hmm. do listen and that do share what we do here. Just like we've talked about with Kristen this evening, it all it is truly all about connection. It is truly about building a community. We have done that. We are really proud of that. We'd love to have more. Yes. I think everybody likes yes. more of everything. We like to have more people involved and listening, and we would appreciate if you would share. That's the best thing you can do to help us. International listeners, that goes for you as well. We always love to have our international guests on. We look forward to having more in the coming months. However, it is easier for you to get in touch with us yes. than it is for us to get in touch with you. Yes. So reach out and let's start that conversation so that we can have you on and be intentional just like we were with Kristen tonight. Mm -hmm. Kristen, again, appreciate you being with us. And so for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect, give back, and network. network. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon.